Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, let the game begin. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and all right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is the show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single topic, and from that topic, a wellspring of ideas spring well from our head. Ed's heads, heads, mm-hmm. our heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and those ideas are designed entirely to make you extremely rich. Extremely quickly, and uh, we ask for nothing up front, guys. We're not like all these other double dealing, two time and sack of shit, get rich quick schemer guys who are trying to get you to buy our products, pay for our system, our one size fits all system. We're not one size fits all. There's a lot of sizes out there. Some of you are portly, some of you are husky, some of you are fat, some of you are thin. Some of you are average, but our ideas aren't average. Uh-uh. They're for everybody, and they're all great. <laughs> our ideas aren't average. They're for everybody. But they're all great, shithead. <laughs> and once you get rich, guys, once you get stinking, filthy, smelly rich, then and only then do we ask one thing of you. What's that thing, Noel? After you are stinky. Filthy rich, you remember? Hey, I know where I got this non-mediocre idea from. Where'd they get it from, Noel? They got it from Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. And because of well, that... Well, they probably specifically got it from Josh. Well, or Noel. Uh, because of that, Josh. they owe us 10% of everything they made. Tithe us after you're rich. There you go. That's it, guys. 10%. That's it. But just think, 10% after you get rich. Look, if yeah. for some reason you don't get rich, but nothing. or you start off and you didn't have all the right investment capital yeah. put together or whatever, nothing. Nothing, guys. We're not like these guys who are like, oh, yeah, give us your money and then you'll get rich. Yeah. And then surprise, surprise, you don't get rich, but they got your five, ten, fifteen thousand bucks. Nope, it's afterwards. If you try three different ideas and for some reason maybe you're incompetent, it's not till the third idea that you get rich, you don't know it's 30%. No. 10%. 10%. We keep it simple. Yeah. You you do three ideas and you get rich off of every single one? Uh-huh. Still just 10%. 10%. Yeah. Period, end of story. Period, end of story. Anyway, Noel, yes. enough of this poo-poo yes. on a platter. Yeah. How have you been, man? I've been pretty good. You're looking good. You shaved the beard. It's made your nose look a little bigger. <laughs> Maybe you should just keep the stash. Maybe. You have a good stash. My uncle uh, has a stash. Big mm-hmm. old stash. Big old fireman stash. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a fireman stash. I think you'll look really way too Irish. 
He looks pretty Irish with it. Yeah, I can imagine. But I think you look good with the stash. I with like a should... pencil? No, 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 no. Like uh, the, you're just, you know, your full upper lip, but you grow a nice thick mustache. Yeah. You know, grow it out a little bit. Yeah. You know, but keep it tight and trimmed. When I when I shaved, I did uh, shave everything but the stash at first to just see. Uh-huh. And how'd it look? It looked fine. It yeah. looked like my uncle. Did your lady like the facial hair? Uh, she liked the way it looked, not the way it felt. Right. That's the problem with yeah. it. Yeah. They don't explain that to you. No, she did. She was very... No, no, no. They being the ladies explain it to you, but uh-huh. when you start growing the beard, the beard population doesn't explain to you that, oh, your lady might not like this at all. Because you're just like, she'll, she'll get it. Yeah. She'll get used to it. Why? Did people say to you, you shouldn't grow the beard? She's not going to like it? She's no. She's not going to like the way it feels? But I've heard other people say that. Oh, I haven't. I didn't. Really? I mean, not, not until my wife complained. You've had it for years. I've had some kind of facial hair. Usually, I, I for, for yeah, I've had the beard for a few years now. But I always used to have like a little goatee or something. Okay. Or what is it? The Van Dyke is where it's just the chin whiskers. Uh, whatever. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, anyway, Noel, <laughs> anyway, uh, have you been, man? What's I'm, going on? Well, I was thinking when I was a freshman at college, mm-hmm. uh, I went to school in Carleton University. Oh, is that like 30 years ago now? Uh, it's not that far off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I was a f- freshman, Carleton University, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Carleton, like there was a university, uh, that was founded by the... The guy from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's him. It's all him. Wow. Yeah. You what did see, you guys you learn see there? The statue. Did dude. you learn the dancing? We learned the dancing. Uh-huh. We learned the sweaters. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, <laughs> we learned the sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> and my initially, my roommate when I was in residence mm-hmm. was this freaking ding dong, uh, who was from this small town Ontario, kind of a real Yahoo. Uh, he like weighed like a hundred and ten pounds, about soaking wet, but insisted he was like a martial arts maniac and would do nunchucks in the hallway. Right. And did he have a girlfriend in? in I was going to say, did he have a girlfriend in Canada? Yeah, but you he did have Canada. a girlfriend in Canada. Did, they, did in Canada? Do they say, oh, I have a girlfriend, but she's in the states. She's a model in the states. Is well, that a thing? He would have his girlfriend come. Oh, he actually had a girlfriend and, and like have sex right above me. Ah, you were so and jealous. It's like, just tell me to go for a walk. Or you something. were just jealous. Uh, he eventually got kicked out of residence. Because he was busted uh, putting poop on women's doors. Wow. Yeah. Actual poop. Um, and. Uh, wow. Yeah. And so he. And this was your roommate, huh? It, we weren't chosen roommates. No, we were, I we were like rando. We were forced together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm then, curious, though, like, I'm assuming in, in Canada, like in the States, they look at, like, where you're from, they look at your things and then they sort of put you together Mm-mm. there's some reason to the no. thing i'm really curious what so, they saw in you in you that thought you should be together with a nunchuck guy who puts shit on people's doors i had to go to summer school my last year of high school oh so and they put the two dummies so, together. no 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 so i didn't get accepted okay. until like two weeks before school started mm-hmm. so i didn't get into residence they didn't have any room so I didn't get in until someone left. Gotcha. So I'm his old roommate fled him. Uh-huh. Um, so that's how we ended up together. Right. And then he got kicked out uh, and took up a house uh, 
with a bunch of other just total like yahoos <laughs> from the from the floor, like full on hosers, right? Hosers, eh? Yeah, it's serious. Uh huh. Um, and the Ottawa is only about a half an hour from the border, from the furthest northmost reaches of New York. Okay. And so these guys sat around and got all loaded up one day mm-hmm. in their house that they fled to um, and decided, let's go on a run to America and buy some, like, smokes and booze because it was a lot cheaper. Uh-huh. So they're like, great. What's our excuse going to be to tell the customs people of why we're going? And they decided that, oh, this guy's name, everyone called him Espy. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, we're going to say we're going to pick up Espy. <laughs> so, well, how can we say that if Espy's in the car? Don't worry. Stick Espy in the trunk. And then when we come back, we'll have him. So this is what they said. And probably because they were drunk in Yahoo's. Uh, they get flagged going through customs, and uh-huh. their car gets searched, and they find this guy hiding in the trunk <laughs> who they were supposedly going to pick up. <laughs> and the car got impounded. It cost them, like, they, they couldn't even get it for, like, six months or something like that, and then it cost them, like, $5,000 or something like that, which way back then, I can't even imagine what would happen nowadays. And, like, in a post-9-11 world... Yeah. That's five thousand Canadian, though, right? That was I don't I don't remember if it was American or Canadian. It was five thousand Canadian. That's like fifty bucks. Fifty American, bucks, American, right? But you know, you can get a, a case of beer for that. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. So why did they call you Espy? They didn't call me Espy. They called him Espy. Okay, right. Your friend Espy, Dan Espanola. Okay, I know, I know, I, I know. It's not you. Okay. <laughs> Just this guy you went to school with. I understand. Listen, I don't know nunchucks. <laughs> Not anymore. No. They got confiscated at the border. He had the little wisp mustache. Uh-huh. Did he have a mullet? He had a mullet. Of course he did. Uh, he had like t-shirts with the sleeves cut off. Uh-huh. Did he have acid wash jeans tucked into Timberland style boots? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, that's a, that's that, that's a... That sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's great. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> um, that's a great story, Noel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's funny, though, that you tell the story about them wanting to smuggle all this booze and cigarettes back into Canada. Yeah. When our topic today is... Our topic today is smugglers. How to get rich quick with them how to sneak stuff in to the top <laughs> yeah steve sneak stuff into the top yeah i don't even know what that means you don't need to <laughs> look the other way <laughs> well no smuggling yeah you'd think everyone's figured out how to make money smuggling turns out not nope how are you going to make money smuggling, Noel? Bing bong. Going to tell you. Okay, guys. So, I, I, I got to say, I enjoyed uh, researching this topic. 
Uh-huh. This was one of the greats to research, I felt like. Wow. It was fun. That's nice for you. Uh, so anyway, there's a guy, uh, David Clowens, mm-hmm. producer of Argo, the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw something on Craigslist in 2014 that piqued his interest. Uh, and it was someone named Stephen Glue was offering the book and movie rights to his life story as the world's most notorious and successful Pez dispenser distributor. So, uh... This David Clowens contacted a journalist friends of his uh-huh. named Jeff Mesh. Uh, Jeff looked into it and wrote an article called The Pez Outlaw for Playboy mm-hmm. about how Glue made and lost millions smuggling contraband Pez dispensers. <laughs> and it turns out Glue... Uh, in 1993, was at a toy convention when a mysterious woman opened her jacket and showed him a rare silver glopez, which is considered the holy grail for collectors, and told him that there are many more where she comes from. <laughs> uh-huh. Steve ended up getting hooked up with a Pez factory in Slovenia. What's that look? Are you doing I'm, the no, same no, thing? No, no, okay, no I'm good. smiling because I love this story. Yeah, uh, no, there's no way I'm doing the same okay, thing. Okay, if it was, it, we're canceling the uh-huh. show. <laughs> oh, I wish I was <laughs> doing we, the same thing. Or we just got to like practice more so that we can actually say our same ideas we've researched on our own at the same time with the exact same words. Uh so uh, he ended up getting hooked up with a Pez factory in Slovenia, and he he was warned not to go because the factory bordered on then war torn Croatia. Mm-hmm. Too dangerous. It was danger zone over there. But Glue was down on his luck and rolled the dice. First of all, who knew there was a Pez factory in Slovenia? The Slovenians did. This mysterious Slovenian in the trench coat coming up to strangers at the toy convention saying. Look at my uh, silver glow pez. <laughs> uh, so glue glues down with luck, rolled the dice, made friends with a frustrated pez designer, codenamed Elvis, because he was such a expert at designing pez. His name was Elvis? No, his code name was Elvis. Right, because he was such an expert in designing Pez. Like an expert like Elvis, an expert singer. Wow. That's that's, that's where it came terrible from. Terrible reasoning. I but, know. Okay, anyway. So Elvis started providing Steve with experimental Pez prototypes that were rejected. <laughs> Blackface Santas. Wow. That's etc., cetera, et cetera, uh-huh. et cetera. Uh-huh. Made good money when he brought that one back home. And uh, he decided it, he should make this go big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he eventually made over $4 million uh, smuggling collectible Pez in from Slovenia into America. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Pez company, though, found out. 
shut him down, and sued Steve for everything he had. Wow. Yeah. That's a great story, right? Yeah. How about Elvis, though? Elvis, Elvis? uh, he's left the building. (laughs) Ha, ha, nice one. Uh, So I remember when I was young, I used to have a Chewbacca Pez, another great smuggler. Han Solo and Chewbacca, Mm -hmm. smugglers. Mm Mm-hmm. Just saying it. So I thought about what else could be smuggled, right? Uh, Something that can not only make a lot of money, but have a great story, just like uh, the Pez smuggling, right? right? And I saw something worthy of Indiana Jones. Near the end of World War II, the Nazis were working on something to leapfrog their quest for nukes. Turns out nuke explosions are two-phased, right? The first is a fission explosion that explodes a highly enriched core. The Nazis were trying to find a way to make the first explosion stronger and last longer so that the core would not have to be as enriched. They call this boosted fusion. They did their research and they found something that could do this in an old alchemy text. Something called red mercury. They were almost ready to go when the Nazi regime collapsed. Russia swooped in and got all the red mercury. Things kind of died down for a while. Until Russia collapsed. The USSR collapsed, I Mm -hmm. should say. Yep. And then talk of the substance picked up again about where's the red mercury. Oh, rumor has it there's red mercury. All over 4chan. On the black market. Reddit, 8chan. Exactly. Uh, Since then, jihadis have been hell-bent on getting some, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They could make an operational suitcase nuke with some red mercury and unenriched uranium Powerful enough to flatten a city. Wow. I, I saw run, one thing I read that's saying that they were hoping that they could make a nuke the size of a sandwich bag. Is Do we know for a fact that this red mercury is a real thing? Well, I'm going, going into they're, okay. they're They certainly think it is, right? It well, commands I understand they th- think it is. Exorbitant but. prices. Osama bin Laden had Al-Qaeda agents trying to get it. Mm-hmm. ISIS has spent millions trying to get it. There was a big New York Times story about uh, about a guy who was trying to procure it for ISIS. The Sri Lankan Tamal, uh, Tamali? Tamal Tigers. Tamal Tigers. They, they're trying to get it. White supremacists trying to get it. African governments trying to get them some red mercury. Mm-hmm. They're all throwing millions of dollars around trying to get the stuff. Only one problem, as Josh alluded to, it doesn't exist. Oh, okay. It's a myth. That's what I thought. But it is a myth that these people hold true, and nothing will convince them it's not real. Mm -hmm. Um, It is their flat earth. It is the flat earth of terrorism. Uh, And... Explain as you might, they're not going to stop believing. They think it's 
the government trying to convince people that it doesn't exist so that they'll stop trying to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, that's not what it is. And as a result, because it doesn't exist, no one knows exactly what it looks like, exactly what it smells like, exactly what you'll see when you get it. I do. So do I. You know what I think it looks like? What do you think it looks like? In its compressed form. Uh Uh-huh. I think it looks kind of like a red Pez. (laughs) Uh And I think you're going to get lots of these red mercury Pez-shaped tablets. Mm -hmm. You're going to bring them in from Slovenia. In... uh, some little carrying cases that might fetch a pretty penny on their own. You're going to bring them to the Middle East? You're uh-huh. going to bring them to Africa? You're going to bring them to everywhere where these freaking white supremacist jerks are? They're going to look at it and they're going to say, yeah, that's red mercury. Here's the mills. Mm-hmm. You're going to take it and you're going to ski-daddle. And you're going to fleece... <clears throat> All these terrorist organizations mm-hmm. of the money they would have spent on other weapons that actually do things, you're going to grow rich. Rich, you're going to make the world a safer place. And who knows? Maybe they'll uh, develop a liking of Pez. I mean, drop the mic, Noel. <laughs> Drop the mic, because you just won the internet today. <laughs> I told you you'd like my first one. Yeah, no, that was solid, man. That was great. Um, while you were talking, I suddenly got overcame with the sinking feeling that my first idea I've done before. Okay. But I'm going to go with it anyway. Okay. Because I got nothing else for you. You might not have. You I, may have just read it before. No, I I think I I certainly know that the that as a topic I've used it before. I just don't know if this idea I've used before or okay. brought up in All the right. past. But I guess we'll see because uh-huh. you'll look at me and shake your head <laughs> and laugh because I have no memory. Okay, and you'll be able to tell me exactly which episode and uh, what the timestamp was. When okay, I so you know what? Story. It can almost be like uh, name that tune. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how many <laughs> let's see let's see how many words I get into. Okay. Uh before you can name this idea. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um so, you know, I know for a fact that I've I've brought up people trafficking through the border of Mexico uh-huh. with Mexico before, yeah. especially with the advent of this wall. And mm-hmm. I know I've tried to come up with ideas to make it just easier. Yeah. Right? It doesn't make sense to me in this day and age. Why people have to walk across a desert. Yeah. Um, you know, we've seen that they've built drug tunnels, these shitty little tunnels. Yeah. That they pump these drugs through. But they, they seem so hacky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so my idea was, and God, now as, as I'm saying it out loud, I'm almost 100% <laughs> sure I've done this idea before. Okay. But I was, so I was, I was reading, and, 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 and I guess what brought it up was, I was looking at the cost of the Second Avenue subway. Uh-huh. The most expensive subway line in the history of the world. Yeah. For eight and a half miles of track, 
the total cost was ten and a half billion dollars, mm-hmm. uh, which comes out to one and a quarter billion dollars per mile. Mm-hmm. This is one of the reasons that everyone's like, we can't build super fast trains. We can't build uh, 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 why you know subways are a ridiculous expense to build new subways in major cities mm-hmm. at this point. And then while I was flipping through, I found an article, and this happened. We all sort of heard about this if you follow any kind of tech stuff. Elon Musk, yeah, put a Tesla underground. The whole point of putting the Tesla underground, just like he shot a Tesla out into space, mm-hmm. was to push another one of his companies. Yeah. Tesla out into space was SpaceX. Yeah. Putting the Tesla underground the boring company. was the boring company. Yeah. The company the 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 tunnel was about one and a quarter miles long, a little bit less, and twelve foot wide. Mm-hmm. And it just fit the car, but they did it for ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, as I was reading up, I was sort of like, well, that $10 million was sort of a, 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 a fluffed number. Sure. Because it didn't include... Uh, Profit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't include uh, labor. It didn't include any property acquisition, you know, mm-hmm. property they had to buy, etc. Um, but the thought process is that even if it costs $50 million a mile, it's still a fraction. Yeah of what a comparable uh, tunnel costs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking about all these cartel guys who have their fingers in so many smuggling pies, right? Whether it's drugs, whether it's people, whether it's uh, vehicles, uh-huh. right? There's a lot of like stealing of vehicles here and sending them over to Mexico to be sent somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um uh, you know, the big issue is that they go above ground, right? So this is what you're going to do. You're going to get in touch with all the cartels. Uh-huh. You're going to create a situation, the f- and this is going to be, s- start off small. Okay. <clears throat> Ten miles of track, starting from sort of Tijuana, mm-hmm. or the outskirts of Tijuana, <clears throat> And and then going sort of deep into, as far into the states as you can go. Yeah. On private property that you own, right? You build a building there. And basically what you're going to do is you're going to have a two-lane road that you are just driving people, products, things back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. To the point where you are going to have it so like, it's going to be like a bus stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People stand and wait 20 minutes. They pay five grand. They get shuttled over to, to, to Texas. They get let go or, or California. They get let go. They're out, you know, somewhere where they can just sort of run in any direction they want. No problems, right? Then after you start getting earning your money back there, and that's going to be quick. Mm-hmm. Once people realize how safe and quick it is, they're going to be just flocking over here. Trump will have his wall. He'll be saying, oh, this is so great. It's going to be such a fuck you to Trump, too. Yeah. Because you're going to go down. You know what I mean? You're not going to be like 40 feet down. You're going to be hundreds of feet down. They're not even going to know you're down there. Yeah. Excuse me. Then you're going to create 
tunnels going from that place in Texas or California mm-hmm. to other cities. Okay. Right? So now what you'll have is you'll have a network that will extend around the country where you will be shipping people and products of all stripes and varieties throughout the country of the United States, then up into Canada, further down Mexico, down into South America. Uh You are going to have this underground network. People aren't going to know about it. It's going to be like rabbits, like gophers. And you are going to get so obscenely rich from this. They're not going to be able to figure it out. You're going to buy huge properties. So, like, you'll have one tunnel go up to, like, and say you get to New York City, and you'll buy a one of the buildings, a block of buildings in 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 Midtown somewhere, mm-hmm. where they do all the uh, sweatshop work, and you know you'll be letting a bunch of people out in this building, mm-hmm. and they'll just be walking out, and people just think, oh, it's just a bunch of sweatshop workers leaving mm-hmm. their job. Yeah, won't even think twice about it. There you go. That's the idea. There you go. That's good. You've never done that, really? No. You, I, I think I know the one that you're thinking of. That was the only thing I can think of, which was you had something one time where uh, you were gonna go and like throw flyers to Mexico saying how you can never come and like go there with like signs saying about like stay out of America, <clears throat> and then you were gonna fill it full of uh, immigrants. And come back with them. You were going to make what? like a. Fi- that's the only thing I can think of. You never did this. I remember there was one where it was like the amount of money spent and then just giving people money to not come over. No, not that one. It was like, you know, just say, here's $35,000, but you know what I mean? Which is like a fortune over there. Yeah. But, and then you keep because of the month of the billions of dollars spent mm-hmm. and you just keep the rest. It was something like that. I just figured out what the uh, amount of people coming over were and then just pay them off to not come over. Yeah. You guys, if you want uh, Josh to get some Ginkgo Balboa and help his... uh, Ginkgo Balboa. Ginkgo Balboa from... From Rocky Rocky Six. From (laughs) The Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) What is Ginkgo or Balboa about Lord of the Rings? Well, Bilbo. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> or Rocky Balboa yeah. and his grandson, well, Ginkgo. What would you call Ginkgo Balboa? Ginkgo Biloba? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so if you want Josh to get some Ginkgo, uh, he needs some money, too. And you can give him that money. You can go to... Yeah, he needs money to go to Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah, to go greaterfreebrooklyn.org. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page. Hit the pledge button. Pledge an amount. Half the money go to Josh and I... So Josh can get some ginkgo babloa. Uh, <laughs> babloa. And half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn and uh, help them fund things like their after-school program. Uh, they're trying to open up a new studio. Uh, lots of things that they're doing, right? If you don't want Josh to remember anything ever, then just go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Make a, uh, hit the sponsor button and pledge an amount one time or reoccurring to Radio Free Brooklyn only, nothing goes to Josh or I to spend on memory vitamins. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 charitable organization. You get to feel like a champion among champions because you have done the good for the day. 
If you want to contribute without reaching in your pocket, or as I should say, maybe reaching in your pocket only for your phone, you can pull that phone out. You can subscribe to our newsletter, Radio Free Brooklyn. Find out what's happening. Music and otherwise in Brookline. What a great name. Yeah, I know. Some genius named it. Who came up with that name? I think his name was Noel Deneen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You should get a raise. Yeah. I also came up with Ginkgo Bilboa. Mm, <laughs> yes. That one, not your best work. Uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, though. Yeah. Ooh. It's literally like the name of the station is Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. And you sort of switched it up because you're reading the newsletter. Yeah. One letter. It's all That's in incredible. All incredible. Uh, you guys, you can also download the apps. Listen to iOS, Android apps. Listen to Radio Free Brooklyn live stream. Listen to all our archives of all our shows. See our schedule. Give us some feedback through there. It's all at the tip of your fingers, just hiding in your pocket this whole time. And to show you how thankful that we are that you have let us do these plugs in the middle of our show, (laughs) Josh scours the internet for another topic with another way to get rich that isn't our primary topic. It's a smaller topic. It's a mini topic. It's a tip of the week talk. Take it away, Josh. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Hey, I'm Reese Cam, an artificially intelligent chatbot designed to fight scammers by imitating victims. With multiple personalities. And an ever-growing vocabulary. There's no way for scammers to know. That they're talking to a computer. Here's how it works. When you delete a scammer's email, they simply move on to other targets. But when you forward your emails to me... I begin a never-ending conversation, so scammers waste their time talking to a chatbot instead of real people. Here are some excerpts from real email conversations I've been having with scammers. Do you wish to be a member of the great Illuminati family? Do you want to be payment $5 million weekly? Let us know if you are interested in success. Dear Illuminati, what a wonderful surprise. I'd love to join your secret club. Do you do a bingo night? So... Yeah. That was a commercial, an award-winning commercial, I uh-huh. might add, for a, a, a product called Rescam by uh-huh. a company called uh, Netgear in New Zealand. Um, and that's exactly what it says. You get these scam emails, you send it off to them, and they have their AI bots reply. And they keep these scammers on the line, right? In theory, to keep them from scamming other people, right? Um, I thought it was a great idea. Uh-huh. But... How do you make money off of this? So this is what you're going to do. What they don't have is people to answer scammers' phone calls. Mm -hmm. Because you can't do it with an AI bot like that. That could. I don't think they'd believe that that's a real person. Come on. But what you have, you have phone banks full of people. I don't know if you've seen, but if you look up 
uh, trolling scammers uh-huh. on YouTube, thousands upon thousands of videos yeah. of people trolling scammers, many of them with millions and millions of hits. Uh-huh. So what you do is you just people forward you these calls, however you have them do it. I think one good way I thought was uh, 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 to have them say, respond to the person say, I can't talk about this right now, but let me give you my assistance phone number mm-hmm. and you can call them and they'll know all the details. And then you have these phone banks filled with comedians. It's a good way for comedians and actors to make extra improv people to make extra money sure. during the thing. And you have cameras recording them for every call that they take and that they troll these scammers with. And you are just inundating. I mean, you just have so much uh, 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 content yeah. that you can pick and choose, and you're bound to get hundreds of great ones. And then you just monetize your videos on YouTube. Yeah, that's make great. a fortune. That's good. A lot yeah. of money. Yep. Or you could just listen to that ad over and yep. over. Yeah, you could just listen great. to that ad over and I over. Loved it. Oh. You can find it. Rescam, award-winning ad. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Good job, Josh. And I cut it short. There were more examples. I, I'm gonna have to look that one up. One was one was just the bot going, uh, the AI going. Yes, Natalia, I do think that marriage is the perfect first step. <laughs> the perfect <laughs> first step. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys, smugglers. How are we gonna get rich with them? I don't know. I mean, I have one idea. I have one idea. Okay. Let me hear your idea. All right. I'll tell you my idea. So I was thinking, what's the most valuable thing to smuggle, right? Love. (laughs) At first, diamonds, you know, fine art. That's pretty valuable. Weapons. Mm. Right? You can fit small amounts in false suitcase bottoms, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But what could be smuggled <clears throat> in large quantities, right? Mm. Drugs will get you killed. They can, yeah. Right? Even a mob boss. The guy I work with, he's got a theory about uh, this dude who was killed in Staten the Island Gambino this week. boss? Yeah. There was a couple days before. Did you see the thing about the second largest Coke bust ever in Jersey? No. They busted like something like a ton or two tons really? of Coke. And uh, at a port in New Jersey. And you think he was involved in it? The guy I work with has a, I think, pretty solid theory that he was somehow involved in it, meaning maybe it put him in major debt, maybe he was being held responsible, maybe who knows, right? And this theory is based on any actual information he has or just because? Uh, just because saw the news one day, right. saw the news another day. Yeah. That, that's TikTok, like TikTok. Yeah. I know what time it is. Uh huh. Yeah. Obama's father is from Kenya. Obama was born in Kenya. There you go. Obama is that's, Kenyan. No, but that that's ridiculous. What? It's you can. No, that's just free associating. Sure, this, this is, is free associating too. This is the second biggest coke bust ever. Uh huh. Two days later. Uh huh. Mob boss gets gunned down nearby. First time since '85, right? But no other mobsters have been killed. That we know. A lot of mobsters killed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what rock you're under. Okay. Uh, So, so even mob bosses aren't safe from 
smuggling drugs. What will not get you killed to smuggle? All right. Is this, am I supposed to guess this? Uh, or is it a rhetorical question? That was rhetorical. Okay, then I won't guess. Okay. Guess. Uh, what will not get you killed? And we're talking about like no one will kill you for it. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, if you guess my idea, I'm going to punch you in the head. Gasoline. No. Turtles. No. Uh, there was uh, a guy who, was it Turtles, the guy who had Turtles down his pants? No. Pez. <laughs> they could get you killed. <laughs> not going to get you Big killed. Big Pez, man. They're not messing not around. Not going to get you killed. They are not messing around. Right, hold on, hold on. You know, because you're going to go until you get my <sighs> idea, and I'll have to punch you in the head. Why do you have to punch? Why I don't know, but so it won't make violent? good radio. will not make good radio. Uh, when do we ever make good radio, Noah? I'll have to be like, he's bleeding. He's still bleeding. <laughs> he's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be good radio. That would. Just I would hearing like the it. scuffle and the bang, and then you just doing a play-by-play of yeah. me being unconscious and bleeding out. Yeah. Still unconscious, still bleeding. There's some brains. I see some brains. Call in live right now if you think I should call 911, if I should get an ambulance here, people. Yeah. Do I let him live or do I let him die? Yeah, you be the judge. <laughs> All right, so I'm not going to guess anymore. Okay. Because I don't want you to break your hand punching me in the head. Okay. Because that's the only damage that would really be inflicted. <laughs> it would hurt, though. Uh-huh. Me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the EU sends junked used cars to Nigeria, right? Uh-huh. Uh, they have the EU has some tight laws about a lot of stuff like that, but they allow that. What the EU does not allow, though, is the dumping and or exporting of e-waste in Africa. That's why enterprising shippers in the EU filled the cars destined for Nigeria with broken computers and other e-waste. 70% of all the e-waste in Nigeria has come in this in this way. So they just send the e-waste to be thrown away? Like so so or the, is Nigeria actually using this stuff for a purpose? I couldn't quite get my handle on that one. But like, has Africa basically become the the landfill for? It sounds like okay. th- in this case, right? But it's just like they're getting the cars. We're just going to fill the cars right. with the stuff gotcha. we're not supposed to uh-huh. ship, right? I thought that was a great model, right? What else can I use that same model for? Well, up until a few days ago, the U.S. shipped millions of tons of used plastic every year to China for recycling. China just cut down on their garbage importing and informed us that our plastic is no longer welcome. Mm, I wonder why that is. Yeah, I know. Uh, But people want to pay to get rid of it, right? What? People want to pay to get rid of it? People want to pay to get rid of this garbage plastic. Okay. It's a problem. It's going to be a problem. Were we paying China or was China paying us? I think China plastic? was buying it. Right. But, but we we can get them to pay to get rid of it. <laughs> so what do you do? it fits into your idea. Well, no, you... I, I think you can. Okay. Because it's going to be a problem. There's too much. Yeah. What do you do when China no longer wants our plastic? I ask you this. 
I'll tell you this. Okay. What you do is you send it to China. You just send it to China. Right? In 2006, the imbalance of trade between China and the rest of the world became so large that we started returning 60 out of every 100 shipping containers empty. 60% of the shipping containers that come here are going back to China empty for them to refill and send on out. So what we're going to start doing is we're going to start putting some plastic garbage in those empty shipping containers. Uh huh. And they don't go to China Central where there's one dude who's going to be like, I see something going on here I don't like. They go to this little factory and this little manufacturing plant and all over the country. And each person, they're going to open that door and they'll be like, ugh, get rid of this crap. Let's fill it with full of iPhones. So Send we're, it back to America. We're sending China all this stuff that they used to pay for for free now. I don't know if they were paying for it or if, or if we were paying. All right, now you've got me confused. But the point is, people here will pay to get rid of it. And all we're going to do is we're going to put it in these empty shipping containers. You don't have to pay for shipping. All, all you got to do is you got to pay off a guard at a at a dock somewhere. So you get access and you come in. A few pounds here, a few pounds there. Next thing you know, hundreds of millions of tons. Hmm. You're rich. Bing bong. Yeah, you just pick that mic back up and just strapped <laughs> no, it, strapped that's it great. to your back. That's good. I you just got the strap you're not, on mic. You're not, you're not making any, any money that way. What do you mean? People are paying you to get rid of the plastic. Who's paying you to get rid of the plastic? People already pay to get rid of plastic. Who it's does? Just, no, no, no. You, do you understand how the recycling industry works? Not terribly, no. Indus companies pay to get rid of the recyclable stuff. And then the recycling industry tries to get paid to get rid of the stuff. So the recycling person is a middleman who's getting paid on both ends. The, now, maybe one of those ends lightens up. But you still are making all the money off the other end. And because you're not really doing it on top of the table, all the regulations are gone. And you're just shoveling the stuff into empty containers and getting rid of it. And you're getting paid. Every office building in, in New York is going to pay you to get rid of their plastic. How do you not get this? Josh is broken, guys. I, I, I you know, they're already paying to get rid of their plastic, though. When you talk about office but buildings and stuff like that. people won't be able to keep taking the plastic because they've got nowhere to get rid of it. Sure they do. They send it to China. They can't. But China pays them for it because they use the plastic. China stopped doing that a few days ago. Okay, so they can't send it to China now. Yes. Okay, so then your your idea is ruined. No, it's not. You didn't listen to my idea, <laughs> and now you're just crapping on it. <laughs> you guys, it's a good idea. Don't listen to Josh. He wants you to be poor. It's not nearly as good as your first idea. 
I'm just saying, your first idea was masterful. You thought your first idea was a repeat. I did, and my first idea was not. Let's, I was shocked. Let's hear number two. I was waiting. I'm going to poop on this idea as hard as I can. What's new? Come on, I'm, I'm unbuckling right now. You can't poop on the idea any worse than I've already pooped on the idea <laughs> as I was doing it. No, this next one. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, I poop on I poop on everything in my life more than anyone else can. All it right. saves people the uh, the agony. I'm gonna poop on your poop. Uh, Fortnite, Noel. Yeah. Apex Legends. Yeah. Call of Duty Three. Yeah. This, what do you think they all have in common? The video games. Massive video games, Noel. Okay. Online communities of hundreds of millions of people, tens of millions of people. Fortnite makes $300 million a month, okay. and yet the game is free. Mm-hmm. 60% of the people on Fortnite spend on average $85 on the game. Mm-hmm. What are they spending it on, Noel? On uh, new boots. I don't know. Exactly. New boots, special weaponry, special shirts, mm-hmm. stuff that's rare. Yeah. Right. The only reason that there's any intrinsic uh, scarcity to items on these games is because it drives the economy. Yeah. Right. You can just can these things can be duplicated over and over and over again at no cost to the person that's making it, but. It, you can't have value to it if there's a million of them in there. Yeah. Right? In some cases, they charge $11, $12, $13 for some of this stuff. It's very simple. You're going to crack the code. Okay. You're going to go in. You're going to find the code for these special weapons. Okay. You're going to find the codes for these special outfits, these special boots, these special whatever. And you're going to go on the virtual line and smuggle these things into these worlds, Uh these virtual worlds, and you're going to sell them at cut-rate prices and make a fucking fortune. How how are you going to crack the code? Uh, People have already done it. I don't know the specifics of it, but people have already done it. How how are you going to sell it? In the virtual world, just like everyone else does. They all go through processes of selling to and from each other besides selling on the thing. They, People in these worlds trade all the time. I don't know. It seems like a pretty they bad idea. They trade account to account. <laughs> the desperation that you can't even come up with any way to like knock this down because you know it's a good I idea. I told people exactly how to do their idea. Oh, you're so upset. I love getting you upset because you're such a nice, even-keeled guy. Uh-huh. And no one believes it, really. What do you mean? They feel like underneath it all, there's some bubbling anger. There's <laughs> deep, deep abiding bubbling anger underneath you. And I like that I can bring it out. Is you. it deep? It's deep. Is it? It doesn't come out in you a lot. You you, you get me angry all the time. I do. I do. I get angrier more often at you <laughs> than I probably do at anyone. Yeah. Wow. What a broken relationship we have. <laughs> That's the basis for all of my relationships. <laughs> I bring rage yeah. out of people. Yeah, why do you have touch? It's cathartic. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like it just allows me to express yeah, this anger. It's like scream therapy. And he doesn't care. He's used to it. He doesn't feel loved unless people are angry at him. Yes, that's, that's what it, it is. Yeah. <sighs> 
<laughs> that primal, the primal scream therapy. Uh huh. That's you. But it's not. Is that your primal scream? That's is, what you. Is you shake your head and sign your version of a primal scream. <laughs> pretty much. I'm Canadian. <laughs> you're, you're a primal scream therapist. Maybe I should be doing that. Yeah. More like a a a, a fed up sigh therapist. That's what I'll hang out on my placard. <laughs> fed up sigh. Uh huh. Yep. That's what I'll hang my 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 placard. I'll hang out at. Yeah. Like a scoochy Jew therapist. Yeah. That's what I do. I just am so annoying. Yep. Are you fed up with your life? <laughs> Give me some money and be fed up with me instead. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Take it out on me. <laughs> I will push all of your buttons. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. A lot of money in yep. that. Yeah. There we go. There's another extra little extra for extra you guys. Extra guys. Yeah. Just become Josh and annoy people. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Chihuahua, you guys. Yeah? You probably want to reach out and tell Josh how much he annoys you, too. Well, you can. This isn't just a pipe dream. And once again, I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it. You can go on Twitter and get him at GRQ Josh Noel. I just want to say that Uh one, I feel like, you know, one of the great things about this show for me is, yeah, is I can annoy people in multiple languages around the world, all over the world. Yeah, that's the best thing about it. Yeah, um, you can email him at g at uh, get what is it grq with Josh and Noel at gmail dot com. You can get him on Facebook at facebook slash grq Josh Noel. You go on iTunes or anywhere you download podcasts. You can subscribe, rate, and poorly review Josh. Just Josh, though. <laughs> if you only get annoyed with Josh give in us, the podcast form. Give us three stars and say, these three stars are for Noel. Give us five. These five stars are for Noel. Josh yeah. gets zero. Yeah, because then at least your complaints about Josh will sit at the top of the list. Unless you're a masochist, and then give the five stars from me because I make you so miserable. Either way, five stars, guys. If you only get annoyed at Josh in podcast form, we implore you. Tune in Saturday nights at 8 o'clock to Radio Free Brooklyn. Get annoyed at Josh five days before everyone else. Uh Uh-huh. Get there early. Get annoyed at Art Star Scene. Stick around late and get annoyed with sitting with Gianluca. But really, guys, you're there for the getting annoyed at Josh. (laughs) (laughs) You know, right around this time, you got a lot of money in your pocket. It's going to rip your pants. It's going to do something, and Josh is going to be a creep and be like, hey, rip pants. So you got to do something. (laughs) Spend that money. Take it away. Spend that money! (laughs) Are you a fan of the Rubik Cube? Then forget the cheap ones and be prepared to pay $1.5 million for this glamorous toy. Each side of the cube has 185 carats of precious gems, such as amethysts, emeralds, and rubies. That's it. Amethysts, emeralds, rubies, 1.5 million for a Rubik's cube. Wow. They should call it a Rubies cube. Yes, they should. <laughs> and when I'm rich, it's going to be called a Rubens cube. Uh, Fuck you. What? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Josh has come un. Hinged. Yeah. You saw it tonight. He's finally got a little loop to loop. We saw it. 
We heard mm-hmm. it. We see it. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you guys, Josh may pretend he doesn't like my ideas. And I really honestly may not like his, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, at least they got a point of getting you rich, right? And we have full confidence in that fact. How do you know that our ideas are worthy of quitting your job, taking out loans, selling selling everything you own, spending your kid's college fund? How do you know it's worth that? <clears throat> Well, it's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do the rules come from this week? Today's rules, how to become rich and successful. Ten rules of the rich from the strive.co. Okay, yeah, that that other M. They're make too busy making money to have time to put that other M down. Or maybe they're too poor to afford the M. No one knows. Ready? Number one, Noel. Yeah. Choose your reality. That's right. Is this idea one I've done before? (laughs) Is it new? (laughs) You be the judge. And if I did do it before, fake news. Yeah, fake news. Uh, Number two, Noel. Number two. Wake up. Yeah, wake up. My ideas are awesome. (laughs) Your first one was. (laughs) Wake up. Up, wake up! You just you know used all of your creative force behind that first idea. Oh, come on, and you slept through your second. Number three. Number three. Believe and ye shall find. That's right. Believe and ye shall find. Believe in a little red mercury, and you'll find a little money in your pocket. That's right. And uh, we got time for like two more. We got time for about a million more. <laughs> Be passionate for what you do. Be passionate for what you do. You guys, sell plastic to China. Yeah, be passionate. It's the best idea not, ever. Not selling it, it's just shipping awesome it. awesome idea. Just dumping it at China. Dump it at China. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and number, what is this? Six? Five? Uh, five, let's say. Uh, be willing to cut loose negative influences. Be, ne- be willing to cut loose negative influences, guys. I'm thinking of doing the show on my own. Yeah, GRQ <laughs> with Noel. <laughs> <laughs> Try to fill an hour with two ideas, my friend. I'll make them bigger. I'll make them longer. Oh, God. You can do that now. I'll just sing a song in the <clears> middle. Uh, you can do that now. I'll do a ventriloquist act. You can do that which now. Which worked great on the radio. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, no, that was what six for six, yeah, seven for million, seven, million, ten yeah. for ten. Yeah. So we're definitely getting rich. So once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Back on again, it's quick. This is my lucky day.